0: Hey guys welcome back to another episode of podcast i'm your host Pushpak. for today's episode we have with us devin so uh, thank you so much devin from uh, having on the podcast so l- let us begin thank you brother yeah so let us uh, begin with introduction and a little background about yourself like what exactly you do and yeah and your background
1: so i i'm a human at the end of it all and i am here to give i'm here to participate i'm here to recognize that my belonging is my participation and one of and a few of the ways that i show up in the world that i give value to the world that i exchange energy for monetary resources is i am a men's coach and i help men reclaim their power and their sovereignty in every area of their life from power to profit to passion to purpose Mm -hmm. I work with regenerative agricultural consulting and I'm a regenerative community developer. So I help set up developments or commercial properties or residential properties and help design it back into nature, setting up regenerative, sustainable communities that look into everything from food to water, to soil, to energy systems, to culture, to the building and the construction materials and just the overall health. I am also a private chef. I am, oh. yeah. I I I do and I love a lot of things. And at the end of the day, I just love to live life. And so I'm here to live life fully. And it's been a long journey to get me where I am. And I'm grateful for all of it. And it's really helped me to to arrive where I'm at today.
0: Amazing man. So interesting. Yeah. So I, I wanted to tell everyone basically, like, you know, uh, I, at, like, uh, we met, uh, online before, like, you know, it's been three, four months, I guess, and we have been trying to record this podcast and a lot of things happened. Like, I think this is like fourth, fifth time. And today also I was thinking, man, are we going to make it today or not? Like, is it uh, like, you know, so where was yeah. you, what exactly was happening? Say that again. So where was you? What exactly was happening? So you're not, you're not in USA or
1: like, uh, where are you? And what yeah, exactly I'm, I'm in, I'm in Tulu, Mexico right now. And I'm down here for a few different projects, helping set up a regenerative sustainable community. We just signed the papers last week. I'm also here for my work. I'm here for setting up more of the men's work and retreats and events. We have another event happening tomorrow And I'm here to connect with community. I'm here to be here with people. I'm here to be here with around humans who want to be sovereign, whether they choose to put something in their body or not. We as humans recognize that it's our responsibility to, to care for our lives the most, not put it on someone else. And so, and in addition to that, my, my partner, she is here as well. And, we're, we're both here and we're building our relational kingdom, queendom together. So, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Awesome. So how, how did you got into men's work? You know, uh, like, what is there any reason? How did you got into all these things? Like, and what were you doing before that?
1: Yeah. So I got into men's. Yeah. I got, I got into men's work back in 2010. And I was, I was 21 years old at that time. And I, I was learning about permaculture and I was learning about regenerative agriculture and I was learning about community Mm -hmm. and a dear friend of mine who had been a permaculture teacher and was just becoming a really good friend. He invited me to go to a sauna. And we went to the sauna and we got naked. And so that was the first experience of men's work because I had to face all of my fears. I was like, wait, I'm going to get naked and go in the sauna. And oh God, there's like, I had, I just had to feel all of it. And I expressed that to him and I shared it with him and we just moved through it. And so that was the beginning of basically having an, an older man who was a mentor, who was also an example, a role model for me, and we just started to explore our emotions, we started to talk about business, we started to talk about our relation, we started to talk about permaculture, we started to talk about money. And we just were exploring all these realms, and then we started hiking, we started wild foraging, and, and then me, his his girlfriend and I, and me, me and my girlfriend, all of us would hang out and we'd do stuff together and so that was the beginning and then it started to get more men we started to gather and we would go and do men's weekends together on the land and we would harvest wood and and chop up wood and make uh, cords like for burning in a fireplace we would go and build structures we would build homes we would plant food we plant trees so it was it was under the guise of earth care and and caring for the earth and permaculture and community and I didn't know it. And then later that year, I went to the my first ever like official men's circle. And it was it was under the archetype of the king, the lover, the warrior and the magician and how those apply to our lives. And so I was again, I was 21. And I'm like, wow, what is this? Like, I love it. And then a year later is when I started hosting my own men's circles. Because I was like, there's all these women doing new moon and full moon circles. Like, why can't I'm like, my girlfriend is leaving. And I know all of my guy friends are just sitting at home by themselves. Like, Mm. let's get together. And so that that was when I just started doing it. So it really, like I said, started in 2010 became real when I started facilitating and running the circles myself in 2011. And and then it's just been going since then
0: so what exactly happens in this circle and yeah
1: what happened what happened what
0: what exactly happens when you guys meet like what exactly you guys do what happens in the main circle
1: it depends there's a lot of different energies it can it can be a wide range so in in those men circles that i started when i started running them back in 2011 we would come together for the new moon and the full moon and we would We would have a check in, I would do some guided breath work and meditation at the beginning. And then we go around and just share like what's alive for us for a couple of minutes, just a check in in our lives. Mm -hmm. And then I would talk about the new moon. So let's say since we're in Scorpio season, or we're about to be in um, Sagittarius, so the next new moon is going to be in Sagittarius. So I would talk about what does that mean? Like, okay, the new moon, like, what does the new moon mean? What does Sagittarius mean? And then I would guide them in a intention setting ceremony. So they would set intentions and then I would have them all read it out loud. And then I typically would serve food at the end. I would make food for everyone and we'd all eat together and talk and then just hang out. So that's how it started. And then now, It has a similar structure. It just kind of depends on what the intention of the men's circle is. So the men's circle that I'm helping to facilitate tomorrow is going to have a sweat lodge and it's called a temezcal for the traditional people down here in Mexico. And then we also are going to be doing different practices around our emotions and helping us get connected to our emotions and move through different challenging, different challenging exercises. They're going to get us connected to our emotions. And then we're going to dive even deeper into some of the areas where we can maybe carry shame or guilt in our lives for some of these emotions and, and what has happened. So it, it looks a lot, it's, it's a wide range of what happens. And at the end of the day, what we're doing is we're, we're coming together in brotherhood, We're we're taking off our masks that we we may wear when we go to work, when we may try and puff our chests up. And it's like, no, we're here as men. We're all here. Some men are going to be bigger than others. We're not here to compete. We're here to uplift each other. We're here to connect in brotherhood. And remember that brotherhood is the medicine and connection is the cure.
0: So, uh, I wanted to talk about masculinity, like uh, especially in 2021, right now, like in this coming years, like a lot of people talking about men are becoming weaker and things like that. So, what are your thoughts on masculinity and where, where do you think it's going and how, you know, uh, what is the right way? way? Yeah.
1: Whew, that's a powerful, potent question, brother, because masculinity is deeply needed especially now in 2021 masculinity at its end of the day is, is its own energetic because um, a woman can own and embody her own masculinity and a man can own and embody his own masculinity. It's, it's masculine and feminine energies. So men, in my opinion, men have been guided to lose their connection to their sexual desires to their sexual power men have been guided to lose connection to their anger to their emotions and so what's happened is the reason why i think men are being perceived as weaker is because they're getting more disconnected from themselves Mm -hmm. they don't feel they don't feel that they belong as much Mm -hmm. and so men are being given a narrative that they, need to, they, that they need to be more feeling-oriented. Yes, men need to be more feeling-oriented. And in the biological-based structures can you, that we can
0: have. Can you go again? Like you said, men need to be uh, feeling-oriented. Right? After that, I kind of uh, lost you in the middle.
1: Yeah, so when men, are, when men are being guided, that they need to be more feeling-oriented, Oh, yeah. What's happening is men are losing the connection to their purpose. Men are losing connection to their biological based structures because what's happening is there is, there is the overarching patriarchal system that has been dominating, that has been extracting, that has been suppressing and controlling the feminine, the earth the feminine in us, the women around us. And so when the rise of feminism and the feminine movement has has been arising, which is necessary, I need to state this at the beginning, women are absolutely necessary. We need women in their full embodiment and power and expression. When we say that men and women are equal, that that's not true. Because if I go and tell, mo- and again, this is like most generalized. If I take most men and most women and I say, go bench press 200 pounds or go and deadlift 300 pounds, most of the women aren't going to even come close to it. Yeah. That doesn't mean that, that women are inferior to men. It just means that we as men have different capacities and skills. Okay. And if you tried to take men and say, hey, give birth to a baby, they can't do it. But does that mean that men are less, or men are inferior to women? No, it just means that women have the amazing gift to bring life into this world. And so I think that what's gone on is that we have been confused and intentionally misdirected away from our connection to ourselves and our power. And what has, what's happened is we have had sexuality. We have had money. We've had those realms directed at us as if there's something wrong with us, as if there's something wrong with having a sexual desire, or if there's something wrong with being successful and wanting to provide and give what we can, Mm -hmm. because we can't, because we can't give birth to a child. We have different skills, we can provide safety, we can make sure that there's food, we can bring food home or we can bring money home that can then provide food. And so I think that what's happening is a lot of men are being taught that we need to treat everyone as equal rather than recognizing that there is equanimity across the board, meaning that we all have the equal value. It doesn't mean that we're all the same, It means that we are all different. And because we are different, we are the same. And so what men need to realize is we have to learn how to be, to embrace stamina and endurance and power in our bodies, not for the sake of proving ourselves for validating ourselves for the sake of remembering that that's what we have to give that our stamina, whether it's in the bedroom, whether it's in, business whether it's in entrepreneurship whether it's in listening and allowing the feminine to be all that she is whatever it is that stamina that ability to endure that ability to meet and embrace challenge and show up and not be crushed and to stand in confidence is what's needed now more than ever
0: right so do you think like masculinity uh, masculinity is more about giving
1: rather than just giving? Yeah, I definitely think that mass, like masculine energetic is giving and the feminine energetic is receiving.
0: Right, right, right. So uh, what do you think, what is immature masculine? I, I think I read one of your posts where you talked about immature masculine, right? And how can we become mature and awakened masculine?
1: How, so your question is how we, how can we become more mature in our masculine? Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. so... One of the best ways I know how to say it and that is experienced for me is to recognize that there is my responsibility is beyond myself. Mm -hmm. That when I step into a man, I'm recognizing and remembering that I go into nature, I go on a vision quest, I go into an initiation to bring something back, to give back to the community, to give back to my partner, to give back to my family, to give back to my friends, to give back to the world. And it's no longer just serving myself. I'm here to give back to life. Another way to learn about masculinity and to become more mature in the masculinity is to become sovereign in one's life, meaning that I have the utmost responsibility in my life to care for myself and those around me. So that means I need to have sovereignty over my sexuality and I don't let my sexual urges take over me. That means I need to be sovereign in my finances. And I need to make sure that I'm not focusing just on numbers. I'm focusing on being a generator and a regenerative man, meaning that I am giving to life. Mm -hmm. I need to have sovereignty in my health. So that way I am strong and healthy in my body. So I can ensure that I show up in all these other realms, I need to have sovereignty in my confidence and trust in my ability to be entrepreneurial and to generate wealth, or to do whatever I need to do. Whether I need to build a home, or I need to know how to grow food, or I need to know how to find water, whatever that may be. And so it's it's about embracing and becoming human again, because at the end of the day, masculinity again is a is an energetic quality. And so for us as men, especially as men, our masculine is one of our biggest differentiators is we are in a biological male body. And so what do we do with that? We have, we have a sexual organ that is giving mm-hmm. rather than receiving. There. So how do we penetrate life? How do we penetrate situations? How do we speak? How do we create? And so it's, it's bringing back full awareness to our body, to our life, and how we show up.
0: Amazing, yeah. Great insight. So, uh, yeah. What I wanted to ask is, like, you work with a lot of men, right? Like, uh, in circle and uh, maybe on coaching and things like that. So, what do you think? One of the biggest problem men uh, face, uh, and how 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 they like? You know, how can we overcome that problem? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like you said, I do circles. I do one-on-one coaching. I have group programs, retreats. I collaborate with other organizations. I do rites of passage. There's a lot that I do. And across the board, one of the biggest pieces that I witness is shame and guilt for being a man. Mm -hmm. Shame and guilt around not being exposed to our own biology and having education around our sexuality. And a lot of shame and guilt comes from the misuse of that sexual energy, whether that is porn addiction, whether that is rape, whether that is not honoring the girl, his girlfriend or his wife, whether that is taking advantage of women or whether that's taking advantage of others, there's, there's a lot of misuse. And and really it just stems from lack of connection to self because we haven't been guided. We've been guided away from ourselves. And it's, it's deep. It's really deep in all honesty. It, it, it challenges and it plagues men. And I, I've sat in a lot of different ceremonies and rituals and connections and exercises where men don't feel like they have the space to even explore and learn because they need to keep up with life and they need to keep on doing and doing and doing. And they don't have any time to reflect on what does it mean to be a man? What does it mean to show up in a different way And so there they end up just going on this loop, running on that hamster wheel of doing, doing, doing so they can be better, better, better without learning and integrating what can be better. So it's, it's a big piece. And really one of the best ways that I know that men can heal from this is, is through getting help, whether that's working with me, working with the other men's coaches out there, whether it's going on a a men's retreat, whether it's sitting in a men's circle and having and asking for help with your brothers. There's so many avenues that we as men forget that is there through the simple act of saying, hey, I need help. I am struggling and I don't know what to do. So reach out, reach out to the people, Whether, whether you know someone like myself who's a men's coach or not, reach out to the men in your life and say, I need help because I can guarantee you there has not been a man that I've met who has not understood a challenge that another man has gone through because he's gone through that in his own way.
0: Yeah, I think uh, uh, this is like one of the biggest problem. Like I have also observed that it's like kind of very uh, difficult for men to forgive themselves and, you know, uh, like dealing with that shame and guilt So, and uh, when it comes to men, we kind of like, you know, uh, when it comes to like asking for help, then we kind of like, uh, how can I ask for help? Like it's, you know, that's not kind of masculine. Maybe, I don't know. Like, so it's like kind of difficult for men to ask for help. And I think, yeah, we should like, you know, men, we as a, like all men should like start asking for help. That's gonna, yeah, really help uh, a lot of people. So I I I wanted to ask about uh, how how do we find your purpose and how to get rid of laziness in life? suppose a lot of people like um, maybe you're lucky when you were in your 20s. You said you were 21 when you got into this, right? But a lot of people got into different ways. Like they don't know where to focus on. They are like doing maybe wasting their time doing drugs or like, you know, any kind of stuff, right? So how how do we find a purpose or or get rid of laziness and focus on, you know, real stuff?
1: Number one, put these down. Mm -hmm. Disconnect from technology and go out into nature. And it doesn't matter where you are. Even for people who are in cities, go and find a rock. Go and find a leaf. Go and find a plant. Do something that will help you to look outside of yourself because it's going to help you look at yourself. Because I can guarantee you, if you can look at a rock and just hold it and feel it and just breathe and get into silence and stop looking at all of the things outside of yourself, we're going to find our purpose. One is we've been, we're trying, a lot of people I notice are trying to force purpose. Mm trying to force their purpose into a way to make money. And a lot of times people's purpose is not to make money. A lot of times their purpose is to find what they love and and go for that. And then they will also be supported in that. So whether that's a job or whether that's an entrepreneurial venture or a business that they start, people will be supported innately when they follow their purpose and i think that that's the biggest thing is people as a man you've got to find what that purpose is for you and and we all have a different purpose and we all play a different part and there is no hierarchy to the purpose each purpose is a part of the whole and that's what needs to be figured out is is what is your piece what is your part okay
0: so I think uh, nowadays, like everyone is, you know, trying to make money, like a lot of money, and that's what everyone is, you know, chasing and going behind. But uh, at the same time, I think money is, is it is important, but uh, I think satisfaction is more important. At the same time, money, and if you're not satisfied with your job or anything which you're working on, I think satisfaction is the main thing, uh, you know, which helps men. If like you really feel by doing something, if you really feel satisfied, then I think that's the ultimate, that's how you get happiness, right? I think that's what serves the actual purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. So what is emotional intelligence as for you? I think you talked about this also in one of your posts.
1: Emotional intelligence is being able to sit with your emotions, being able to decipher what is mine, what is another person's, what is, what am I feeling? And recognizing that that's not me. Mm -hmm. Recognizing that when I feel sad, or if I feel angry, or if I feel happy, or if I feel joyful, or if I feel excited, or if I feel shy, or if I feel afraid or scared, like these are, a re- it's there for a reason. It's either indicating something that happened in the past that is trapped energy in the body that is stored in the nervous system that's expecting a response, or maybe it's it's helping me to feel excitement so that way I know to go to to say yes to that. And so, emotional intelligence is absolutely crucial so I can navigate business realms. So I can navigate relational, intimate, romantic realms. So I can navigate friendship realms. So I can navigate family realms. So I can navigate my own relationship with myself and I can navigate the mystery and world because underneath it all, I am myself. I am not my feelings. I am not my emotions. They are simply arising. So I can experience that. And the intelligence piece is, is being able to recognize that being able to say, wow, I'm feeling scared right now and that's okay. Or wow, I'm feeling happy right now. And that's okay. And to recognize that there's something deeper into all of that. And and that depth allows me to show up even with more confidence and more safety to life.
0: Got it. So I kind of, I missed one question, like, which is like, what is feminine within men? And how can men love feminine within themselves?
1: Mm, Yeah, this is a very big one. So a big aspect of it is just feeling, being able to feel, being able to sense what's going on inside of our body and and actually giving our emotions expression and letting them be there. Because a lot of men are taught to not be angry. A lot of men are taught to not be anything except neutral. Don't cry. Don't be angry. Don't be this. Don't be that. Like All these things of don't, 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 don't. And one of the easiest ways for a man to love the feminine himself is to just acknowledge his feelings, to acknowledge his emotions and recognize again, that they're not his own, but like, what are they? What's going on inside of him? Another way that we can acknowledge the feminine is the flow. Like, do we get stuck? Are we too rigid in life? Do we like, it has to be like this. It has to do that. It has to do that. And then I get mad if it doesn't, because the feminine is the flow. And in a beautiful way, I like to put it is the banks are the masculine and the water is the feminine. So if you look at mm-hmm. the banks of a river, yeah. they're directing the flow. Mm-hmm. But if it's too masculine, it's a dam.
0: There.
1: So that means the, it controls. But if it's, if, there's, if it's all feminine, it's just a puddle. It's not mm-hmm. going anywhere. It doesn't have any direction. And so we have to find balance with the, both of them so we, can, so we can get back to the ocean, so we can find that connection back to the oneness of it all. And so for a man, again, sitting and can you go and like sit and feel what's going on for yourself? Can you listen to others? Can you like give that compassionate love to people versus rigid and I'm, I'm so solid and like, can I receive, like, can I receive feedback? Can I ask someone, hey, what am I doing in my life that I don't see? And can I receive that feedback or do I just get mad and dismiss it and shut it down? Mm -hmm. those are just a couple of ways that that we as men can can love the feminine because we like again the feminine is receiving so can you be receptive go with stand in the sun and let the sun like penetrate you like let it in receive that go and sit in an an ice bath and let the cold in and sit with all the uncomfortable feelings that just hurts and it sucks and like sit with that be with it be with the full intensity of the experience
0: Hmm. do you think this could be one of the example of uh, the flow like basically we were trying to record this podcast and a lot of things were happening you know we couldn't we were not able to and still we got on a call we were recording it at your place and then the internet got stuck and there was uh you know problems and problems and problems like we could have get angry about it uh, yeah just i don't want to do this podcast yes. anymore fuck it and we could have that could have been a reaction or but we cho- no, you chose not to do that we changed the place and you know this could be one of the yeah. like uh, examples which is happening with us right now.
1: Adaptability, going with the flow. Yeah, that's very much what's happening right now. Because if we if we got mad and we're like, oh, this is not worth, like, then yes. And and I think at the end of the day, we have to be honest with ourselves. Like, I haven't yeah. felt uh, clear. I haven't been like, no, I don't want to do this. I I genuinely want to do the podcast with you. So. If, if I was, if this was happening and it was like, no, I don't want to do the podcast, mm-hmm. then, then I would have to listen to that. But I feel, again, all of these things have been outside of my control. The internet going down, the power That's going true. down. Uh, when we were going to record our podcast on the Friday, there had been a mm-hmm. hurricane. That's true. And then when we were going to record our podcast the other day, we had just got like, my girlfriend and I had gotten robbed. So like, these are yeah, things yeah, outside yeah. of me that we've, we've navigated and adapted to. So I appreciate your adaptability and understanding that like, yes, we are we're moving through this. We're changing it. We're doing it. And, and still coming together to do it.
0: Yeah. I think the, I, I was completely opposite of this. You know, I was uh, like, I was a kind of person which would like, you know, if it's not happening, no, I'm not going to do it, but I kind of uh, working on myself and, you know, being able to adapt and things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah so uh, also one thing i wanted to ask what is rock solid man like uh, you have course of lots so- rock solid man right so what exactly yeah. it is and uh, at the same time we don't need to be a, like exactly solid right we have to be in our feminine as well so what exactly rock solid man and how can it help men
1: yeah, Beautiful. Thank you, bro. The rock solid man is a program that is about helping men to develop rock solid confidence in every area of their life. And it's specifically helping men within the realms of sexuality. Okay. It's helping men learn how to show up with rock solid confidence to show up with a rock solid presence in every area of their life. And it starts with our most basic place where we all come from, which is sex. We come from the act of creation. And it's helping men develop the the power in their body to help men reclaim their sovereignty. And it's helping men to learn how to get connected to their bodies and understand that beyond what we've been told, beyond just basic ejaculation, is non-ejaculatory orgasm, is the, the, the heights of pleasure that are available beyond what men even understand is comprehensible. And so it's helping men to be rock solid in the bedroom and in every area of their life. So how, do, how There's do we... a big component.
0: Yeah, like, 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 There's
1: a big component of it that they have to be connected to the feminine. And there's practices that are helping us for sure develop our, our feminine energy in that. And it's, it's a, it's a comprehensive program that's addressing masculine and feminine dynamics. It's addressing different physical practices, energetic practices to help men, develop the skills and the tools and the techniques and ultimately the embodiment to be a rock solid man
0: okay so how, how can someone become you know uh, if anyone is listening to podcasts right now so what advice you would give to them to become a rock solid man
1: well one i would say sign up for the program because that's going to take you through the steps mm-hmm. um i think that a lot of people are looking for quick fixes out there hmm embodiment isn't just an instantaneous boom, it requires nervous system work, you have to go in and unwire all of the nervous system programming and the neural pathways that have been formed to create a change and to create transformation. So if you want to become a rock solid man, one, like I said, sign up for the program Mm -hmm. Two, make the choice in your life that you're willing to commit. If, if you are a man who has struggled with sexuality, or erectile dysfunction, or a lot of the energies and challenges that men experience in these realms, make the commitment that you're going to do whatever it takes to change that. Make the commitment and understand why. Make sure you're not doing it because you're trying to get approval from your girlfriend or your wife. Or, or the person that you want to call into your life. Make sure you understand why you want to do that so you can actually make the change. Because if you don't know what your why is, then you don't have a rock-solid anchor to stay connected. So that way, when something happens, you waver or, sh- or move through that dynamic. So I think the biggest one is, is saying yes to yourself and understanding why you're saying yes to yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and why you want to make that change, why you want to make that shift. Because once you understand why... Once you understand why you're making this shift, it's you're gonna you're gonna do it. It's gonna come at you, and you're gonna be ready for it.
0: Got it. Yeah. So another thing is, uh, what are the top three people that you follow or admire, or who kind of inspired you to become who you let today? See.
1: Stefano Sifandos is a is an amazing man and has become a dear friend. He has he's inspired me a lot. Um, my brother Shems Hartwell, he has been a big inspiration as well for me. So Stefano Sifandos, Shem's Hartwell, and This is a great question because it's, I've, I've been deep, like, I think spirit at the end of the day, spirit or God or creator has, has been that inspiration for me because that connection is, is timeless and ultimately it's with me and spirit. So I, I see the reflections that spirit has given to me and I see spirit in life. I see it in lots of successful people and I see it in not so successful people and I see it in nature. And so my connection with spirit has been the inspiration for me to make sure that, that I give my best and I be my best. So I know that's not necessarily per se in the social media realms of who I follow, but it's been, it's been a really powerful place for me to follow and to listen.
0: Okay. So what are your top three favorite books or you know, uh, books which like kind of inspired you or kind of changed your life which you would yeah. suggest people to read?
1: Um, a Language Older Than Words by Derek Jensen. Okay. That's a pow- that is a powerful book that changed my life. Um, the Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz mm-hmm. and Secrets of the Talking Jaguar by um martin prechtel
0: okay yeah
1: Though all of those books changed my life so much and i've i've read a lot of books when it comes to men's work and like the way of the superior man and Mon, a lot of montauk chia's books yeah. and um but but the ones that have had the most impact on me have mm-hmm. been the four agreements um Mar- uh, the secrets of the talking jack wire and a language older than words those have been the most transformative helping me return to myself so
0: got it so uh, uh how old are you i'm 32 I'm t- are you married single uh, you, uh yeah you're i
1: i'm in a relationship and i I feel a way that I've not felt in any relationship in the past. I understand every relationship is different. And the woman who I have in my life is such a gift and she's so precious and I love her dearly. And, and I want to be, I want to be her man. I want to be that partner for her. So I, I'm really grateful to be where I am.
0: Awesome. So how should our listeners reach out to you from where? Uh, Yeah.
1: Yeah, Instagram is the best way. So my name at Devin Frederickson is where people can find me. And you have my link tree where you can go through the different offerings that I have. And it's a it's a beautiful place to connect. So we can you can follow my content. And then there's also all the information I put out on my stories or just send me a direct message. So that's the best way.
0: Awesome. Yeah, there will be a link in the, um, yeah, in here. So yeah, they can reach out to you. Awesome. Thank you so much, Devin, for doing this. Uh, You know, after a lot of- Yes, brother. (laughs) Finally, (laughs) we did (laughs) this. It was amazing talking to you, man. Yeah. Yes. Amazing insights. Yeah. I think, yeah, this was great talking to you. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you, brother. I appreciate your adaptability and your desire to make this happen and reaching out to me. And thanks for this podcast on and thanks for making it happen and sharing this and allowing a place for people to learn about this and connect in the world so
0: awesome it's
1: been a great time talking with you bro